That's what I have to keep in mind when I say, oh man, I dropped the ball on this. And then I'm like, no, I didn't drop the ball. I paused it and I went to pick up my son. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews-Okome. So let's get started. While COVID-19 is having an unprecedented impact on the economy, companies like Gusto are still building tools to support your business and your people through the ups and the downs. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll, benefits, and HR to small businesses across the country. They were even named Best Online Payroll by PC Mag. And as a listener, you'll get three months free when you run your first payroll. Sign up and give it a try at gusto.com slash SHP. That's gusto.com slash SHP. Hey, hey guys, welcome, welcome back to another episode. It's Nikayla here, and I am really excited to talk to you guys about how I am transitioning into motherhood and back into a mompreneur life. First of all, I want to thank you guys so much for the love on last week's episode. Thanks for listening. I'm glad it could be helpful for those who are expecting or who just, you know, wanted to get a sense of of what it's like for women as we go through this pandemic and we have babies. Um, So shout out to all of you. And this week, I want to talk about how I'm transitioning back into entrepreneur life and into the role of a mompreneur. I thought it would be important to touch on this before we get back into, you know, my interviews with side hustlers and side hustlers turned full-time entrepreneurs. I want you to get a behind-the-scenes sense of how I'm doing and also how I am now moving, you know, throughout this space. So, First and foremost, the first part of the transition from being a full-time entrepreneur with no kids to now being a mompreneur is to set expectations. This has been hard for me because I only know my old life. And it's not that I expected things to go back to exactly how they were, but I was subconsciously basing my post-maternity leave expectations on my old life. That means I did expect to go back into a similar production zone. So I didn't expect everything in life to look the same, but I didn't realize that when it came to output of episodes of work, I really just thought I could get back into a similar production zone and be able to pump out episodes in a certain period of time, especially solos. I thought, you know, as long as Moyo has the baby, I'll just do X, Y, Z. I'll be able to pump out this many. But I didn't anticipate a few things. First of all, um, my mind is different, right? I'm not getting the same amount of sleep. So I'm not able to produce and work at the level I would when I was getting seven to eight hours, right? When you're getting much less than that, sleep deprivation is a real thing. And you have to guard your mind and protect your mind and Just do what you're able to do rather than trying to stretch and burn yourself out on basically running on empty. You know what I mean? So your mind is forever changed once you have a kid. Uh, Some people say you never sleep to sleep ever again or ever have a restful night for 18 years. I don't know what people say, but I know we'll get to a better place for sure with getting more sleep. But for now, 
um, my expectation wasn't realistic when it came to that because, hey, I'm not the same person. I'm not working with the same amount of rest and rest is important. Another thing that changes is my priorities have shifted. I'm always going to put my family first before work, before anything. I'm always going to prioritize spending extra moments with my son over a self-imposed work deadline. And I didn't know what that would feel like before I was a mom. I didn't know what it was to love someone like a baby, like that you, that, you know, came out of you. Like this is a different type of love. So if he's cooing at me and in my arms and I'm holding him, and of course I want to hold him all the time. I just love those moments that we have together. I'm not going to try to rush him to sleep or, you know, pass him off or try to entertain him with some kind of swing or floor mat just so I can answer some emails or, you know, finish an outline for an episode. I don't do that because I I know I'll never get these moments back. I know he'll never be this small and cute and cuddly like he's growing so much every single day. So that is what I prioritize. And I have to learn to be okay with that. That was new for me. So it's not that I felt guilty about it, but it was different because I I consider myself someone who meets her deadlines, is on top of things. And it's been different falling into a category where I feel like I've become more loose with myself and I have to be, I have to be flexible. So it's not so much loose, it's that flexibility of saying, hey, these are self-imposed deadlines. I can adjust based on what my family life requires. And so as an entrepreneur, it's a slippery slope because you are your own boss you have to adhere to deadlines at some point. So the way I think that I will manage that and make sure that I'm still sticking to some sort of deadline to get things done ultimately and eventually is setting more realistic ones. Um, Instead of trying to cram a whole lot of work into a short space of time, I'm gonna have to spread that out even more. And I'll talk a little bit more about how my goal getter, you know, action plan still continues to help with that. Like I still am now framing my days in terms of trying to get one hour a day of work done, but it just means that that hour has to be very, very strategic. So once you have a kid, deadlines become much trickier. Here's how else I'm handling this transition. Along with expectations come setting a new benchmark. So when you're a side hustler and you're you're don't have any kids, your benchmark is based on um, you know, something different than when you do have kids. And this idea and realization that I need to set a new benchmark actually was inspired by a conversation with my sister uh, who has two children. She was asking me how going back to work has been and I said, you know, it's hard, it's challenging. I don't know what to do first. I really don't know what to do with myself. I just feel like I can't concentrate. I can't get anything done. And she was basically like, look, it's going to be challenging when you are expecting life to be the same as it was before. It's not, it never will be. And that was an aha moment for me. Of course, I think in the back of my mind, I knew it, but really hearing it said and really taking a moment to pause and let that sink in was very beneficial. 
I have to learn to adjust and set realistic benchmarks. So I've started already adjusting my benchmarks for when I expect things to be done. Um, Like not only when they should be done by, but also when I will work on them. Whereas before I would try to do the bulk of my work during the day, I've now shifted to thinking of what I'll do at nighttime when he goes down for his, you know, longest stretch of sleep, what I'll do on the weekends and those kind of things. Um, So that's definitely been a change for me, but it's a useful change because it's very helpful to know when I'll actually be able to get things done and to not be um, uh, disappointed in myself when I didn't get something done during the afternoon when it turns out, hey, um, he didn't sleep that well last night. So actually in the afternoon, I'm exhausted and I ended up taking um, a nap when he took a nap, right? And so then that thing didn't get done and now I feel like I'm scrambling to get it done. So I have to set new benchmarks and that's what I've started to do. I'm also handling the transition to motherhood by adopting a new lifestyle and working style overall. So I touched a little bit on the nocturnal element of my new lifestyle. My lifestyle now involves things like pausing and picking things back up. Where I used to try to, when I was in the zone, focused, um, just knock things out in that in that space of time that I set out for that particular task. Now I am okay with saying, okay, I'm going to do as much as I can, but hey, if baby starts fussing, I have to pause this and pick it back up. This is a new life. I've also worked on just being comfortable with adjusting my schedule and knowing that I'm unapologetically putting my son first. That's what I have to keep in mind when I say, oh man, I dropped the ball on this. And then I'm like, no, I didn't drop the ball. I paused it and I went to pick up my son and I went to enjoy some time with my son. And so that is one of those mindset shifts that comes with mompreneur life. Adjusting to a new working style for me includes being okay with everything not being as neatly organized as it used to be. So for episodes, for example, I really like to have full-on notes. Like I'm talking about pages of notes for my solos um, to just be able to look at and keep me organized as I'm speaking. However, (laughs) that takes time and I don't have that type of time. So now things are going into bullet point format, you know, and I just have to use those bullet points strategically to help to jog my memory of what I wanted to say and the point I wanted to make rather than, you know, having time to write out full on sentences. So that's changed as well. And I think that's okay. I think in life that will be helpful anyway for future speeches, future, you know, addresses and things like that. Hey guys, it's Nikayla here with a quick word from our sponsors. If you have turned your side hustle into an official business, you're probably starting to see that small business owners, we have to wear a lot of hats. And some of those hats are really fun, but some like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, are not so fun. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and expert HR support all in one place. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work. 
but Gusto is. I've even had Side Hustle Pro guests rave about how essential Gusto has been to their business. So let Gusto wear one of the many hats in your own business. And remember, Side Hustle Pro listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash SHP. That's gusto.com slash SHP. As someone with an online business, I can attest that transitioning your business online can be a lot of work and stress, but it doesn't have to be that way. Acuity Scheduling makes the transition easy. Basically, Acuity is a scheduling assistant that makes it super seamless for traditional businesses to become virtual businesses because it works behind the scenes to fill your calendar. Acuity takes hours of work off your plate, giving you the freedom to focus on the most important aspects of your business or side hustle. And Acuity scheduling can be used for booking meetings, client calls, podcasts, interviews, you name it. Clients can schedule one-on-one appointments with you. They can schedule it straight from your website and Acuity links with video conferencing tools and pulls the video meeting link into your calendar invite and shares it with your client. So there's no more of that back and forth stuff trying to schedule and find a time that works or figure out the right time zones. All you have to do is show up once the appointment is booked and everything is in the calendar invite. All right. So if you're trying to transition or streamline your virtual business, Acuity Scheduling is right for you. It deals with the day-to-day so you can focus on what's the most important. And for a limited time only, Sidehouse Pro listeners, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free. No credit card required. Just go to acuityscheduling.com slash hustle pro. And what I'm working on doing also is looking to other women who have walked my path, who are mompreneurs, to help with this adoption of this new working style. So many of these women I've looked at before, I've been following, I've enjoyed, you know, seeing from the outside what I think they're doing. I witnessed on social media, you know, and everything from their Insta stories to their posts when they share more about how they juggle mom life with working for themselves or just a full-time career. And I also plan to reach out to them to get even more of the real and to ask them more about their strategies. And so just like I interview people when I wanted to become, when I wanted to figure out how to go from side hustler to full-time entrepreneur, um, I'll be reaching out to women to, to learn more about how they juggle motherhood and business. And no, I won't be sharing those conversations on Side Hustle Pro. Side Hustle Pro will still be about um, side hustlers and the journey from side hustle to full-time entrepreneurship or just the journey of how um, having an effective side hustle. So that is what I'll do on my personal time just to help and support me as I grow as a woman, as a mother, as a businesswoman. Talking to other moms has been key for me so far, like everything from um, breastfeeding to um, enrichment activities to sleeping uh, tips, all of that. Everything has been helpful. So shout out to my mom friends and shout out to all moms. Um, I really, really appreciate the the support system, the automatic support system that kind of kicks in because we all know the haze that we went through and we just automatically want to help and support someone to not have to suffer as much. So I'm also handling the transition to mompreneur life 
by revisiting my side hustle lifestyle, as I mentioned before. So when I initially created the Goal Getter Action Plan, it was to help me juggle my side hustle with my full-time job. And I got into a habit of doing, uh, or a system, I should say, of doing 12-week sprints where I just focused on a certain goal and was laser-focused on that for 12 weeks. And then I would just break that down even smaller, smaller, smaller into just focusing on one thing a day. And that has been very helpful. And post-maternity leave, I'm still doing that, y'all. I'm still doing that. So I focus on one thing a day, and the only thing that has changed is how and when I schedule. Whereas before, I might have scheduled something in the morning or midday. I know that those aren't good times for me anymore. So I'm moving things to the evening hours. If um, I want to fit in some housework in between that, I'm not scheduling it back to back because I know that's not going to work and I know that's not realistic. Um, So staying focused is key here. I have to do everything in my power to not get distracted by a chore, for example. So being home and not being comfortable yet with um, bringing in outside support in terms of like strangers has meant that there are more chores on our plate, right? Like we used to have a cleaning lady come in so that that, you know, it was so beneficial and worthwhile for us to just outsource cleaning because that is a chore that one would cause arguments and two it just our time was better served elsewhere right but now that is back on our plate and I work to minimize the temptation to clean stuff by one um trying to do a little bit a day so that it doesn't add up. So I might randomly clean a toilet. I might random, you know, we keep the sink as clean as possible by uh, as soon as we use a dish, putting it in like loading the dishwasher. This is a trick I actually learned from one of my YouTube girls. So it's just like, you know, Every, every time something's dirty, put it in the dishwasher and run the dishwasher at night, unload it in the morning. And so, you know, you're never distracted by a sink full of dishes. Or for you, you might want to, you know, if you don't use a dishwasher, keep a bowl of the dirty dishes, clean them, and then, you know, put them all on the drying rack, whatever it takes to not be distracted by that sink. Similarly with the baby's room. Um, you know, he's sleeping in our room right now. And so his room is a little bit messy right now. And I keep that door closed (laughs) when I don't want to be distracted and tempted to go in there and completely do, you know, uh, uh, HGTV channel makeover right now, because that is not the most important thing. He's not even sleeping in there, right? It's a guest room right now. So I work that out by doing whatever it takes to keep myself from getting distracted. That means closing a door. So I literally won't be distracted by it keeping the sink clean, doing doing a little bit um, at a time so things don't pile up into a dirty mess, doing a little bit of laundry at a time or, you know, doing a little bit of laundry, putting the folding, the clothes that need to be folded somewhere where I don't have to see it so I won't be tempted to start folding in the middle of a day when I need to be focused on getting an episode written and recorded. So that's what's working for me right now. Um, Here's what I'm learning from all of this so far. I can't emphasize enough that I'm learning I have to be flexible. And I'm also learning that I have to shun mommy guilt, the guilt of not being able to do everything or fearing that I look like I'm all over the place to 
my team, to my listeners or what have you. Um, I have to shun all of that because one, it's not, it's a waste of time. It's not helpful or supportive to any goal that I'm trying to accomplish. And it's just not true. It's just not the fact. What I'm in right now is a transitional moment and all transitional moments come with a learning phase hiccups, growth from those hiccups. So I'm giving myself grace. The truth is I will have no comparison point and true, true benchmark until I've been a mom for some time because I might use someone else as a benchmark, but the reality is they have a different life. They have a different business. They have a different setup. And so it will never be apples to apples. So as much as I call on others for advice, everyone's baby, job, life is different. And I'm not truly going to know if I'm setting the right benchmarks until I've been a mom for some time. So I'm starting a process and essentially doing it blind. And I can only get my particular blueprint and my roadmap after I've done it blind for some time. In reality, it's no different than like starting a new, you know, corporate job, a new whatever job, right? I've started the job of motherhood and it's no different than when you start a a job. It's, they consider your first 90 days like a three month orientation, right? And I don't know how long my orientation lasts. However, I am in the orientation phase right now. And I know as I get going, I'll get better at being able to plan and set time aside for consistent meetings, calls, recordings, et cetera. But in the meantime, I'm giving myself space to learn and grow what those times are, what that structure looks like. And I am like, hey, girl, you are in you're in your orientation. It's your first 90 days and you probably you need way more than your first 90 days because it's about to be first 90 days like next week. So I clearly need more than that. And that is what orientation is for. Employers don't expect you to get on the job the first day and know everything and run the company. That is what orientation is for. So be patient with me, y'all, as we go through orientation together. Um, There might be times you hear a crying baby in the back of an episode, (laughs) and I'm going to keep it there. I'm going to keep my new little buddy, my son, in my episodes if you hear him because I love him and because that's real life. That's the real life of a mompreneur. So guys, that's how I'm making the transition into mompreneur life. Now that we got that squared away, I do want to remind you that If you're interested in being a part of the next cohort of Podcast Mogul students, I'm so excited about that. We're getting ready to kick off live coaching calls again next Wednesday, but the next cohort will not launch before next Wednesday. So if you want to learn about that and be a part of Podcast Moguls, then register for my next live training at podcastmoguls.com. Now, if you're wondering what Podcast Moguls is, let me remind you, it is my eight-week course that teaches you how to get started and grow your podcast downloads like I've done. Uh, we're coming up on 4 million downloads in four years. And I also teach you how to gain opportunities for sponsorship, press coverage, and more. So this is for people who are serious about creating an impact with their podcast and using it to build a consistent and powerful platform, okay? If you have been wanting to start a podcast and have it, now is the time. So 
go ahead and sign up over at podcastmoguls.com. And I look forward to sharing more with those of you who have signed up. You guys might have just heard my alarm. That's another thing I forgot to add to how I'm transitioning. I am transitioning with a whole lot of alarms on my phone, y'all. I got this case that has a strap so I can always kind of have it on me because in the first few days of motherhood, I was always losing my phone, dropping it in between couch cushions, just didn't know how to hold the baby on the phone. Now I have the strap and I just have it on me like a little handbag. And I set an alarm for everything. Alarm for pumping, alarm for how long I want to record this episode, everything under the sun. So I'm going to keep that in there because that is also real life. And there you have it, y'all. Talk to you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.